Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and our guest today is Baxter Police Chief Jim Exted. Jim, welcome back to Community Focus. Thanks. Good afternoon. Yeah, good to have you here. Um, what's cooking? What's what's happening in, in uh, law enforcement in Baxter, and uh, I, I suppose in a larger sense too? Yeah, in the area. Oh, lots of stuff happening. Um, we're super excited to be getting back into the summer season. A lot of our departments are still shorthanded, but um, working through that as as a group and, um, you know, you just, sometimes you just kind of put that behind you and just forge ahead anyway. And the forging ahead kind of brings us back to all the other things we've been doing or are trying to get back into the routine now, uh, hopefully putting the COVID years behind us. Um, yeah. One of the things we've been working on locally, uh, we've had a, we call it the Brainerd Lakes area towards zero death group tzd group um pre-covid we we started a little campaign we we're going to call it the better bar campaign um just to have that group work with some local bar owners that that little effort hit covid head on and kind of just sputtered apart for a lot of different reasons like mm-hmm. everything else over the last couple of years right. um but what did survive from that um upstart a couple of years ago is a kind of a spinoff or a little um, piece of it, what we're calling the safe ride portion. Mm. Um, Safe ride for us is trying to create an opportunity for individuals uh, who've been out at the bars all night, uh, getting them a safe ride home, hopefully at no cost to them. Uh, It's it's an endeavor that, um, like I said, we started talking about a couple of years ago it's happening around the state in a lot of different areas, and we've been interested in it, just had never had the opportunity to kick it off here. Um, so far, we've gotten a couple small donations. Um, we're hoping for a few more to start trickling in. Mm. That'll definitely help. And what we're going to do is start small and then hopefully grow the project. Um, the focus initially is going to be on the downtown Brainerd area. We might expand that out a few blocks in each direction, and then we're uh, we're working with one local cab provider, um, potentially going to open it up to some others. And the concept is pretty simple: if somebody needs a ride home at the end of the night, and somebody else sees that, um, we'll get them a voucher and hopefully get them in a cab. We're probably about two to three weeks away. We were hoping for a July 1st kickoff. Um, The funding didn't trickle in as quick as we'd hoped. And um, we want to make sure we have everything set up, you know, correct on the front end. But but now I think we're we're real close to, to getting this going, so... That's good, neat. Yeah, good idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think people want to go out and have fun and then to not have to worry about that and have you guys not have to worry about it as much, too, if you know that opportunity is out there or that option for folks. That's really neat. Yeah, and I think people have done a really good job over the years mm-hmm. working to identify a driver ahead of time, designated driver. Um, but we know there's there's still individuals out there that, for whatever reason, don't do that. And... This is another opportunity within this has been for law enforcement to work with um, servers across the county, whether it's a bar, restaurant, resorts. And um, so we've provided training through our local law enforcement for that. And Hmm. then we've kind of talked about this program there. 
and the servers are the ones that know they're they're there every day yeah. um they can probably quickly identify individuals who will need this mm-hmm. so it's it's hopefully a win-win situation for us yeah i, w- I was going to ask that question if you've worked closely with area bars and restaurants and you've answered that question but I, I would imagine they would welcome a program like this yeah they've been very welcoming for this um initiative uh, like i said we're starting somewhat small with just kind of focusing on the downtown brainerd area and and part of it for well, a big hurdle through this whole entire process has been Crowing County. We're, we're a big area. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, it's a thousand square miles, and for us to service all of that just wasn't feasible right from the start. And then you start looking at your summertime. You get a lot of um, activity north of town that can be spread out. You know, an individual could end up in... Pequot Lakes, and they're renting a cabin down on North Long or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we want to build towards that. We also know there's a couple private um, vendors or entities out there that are doing something similar. Um, I don't know exactly what it is, but you pay a fee. and Like the shuttle services. The shuttle services. Yeah. You yep. pay a fee, and, and they get you around. So That's nice. We, we don't want to compete with them, but um, as far as we know, nothing was really servicing that downtown area, so... Uh, we wanted to start there. And I think the bottom line is all of you want to work together to keep, you know, people who are intoxicated off the roadways. So absolutely, it's a good, and thing. That, it's a good endeavor. Yeah, and that fit well with our TZD group. I mm-hmm. mean, ultimately, that's the goal of that group. And, of course. Um, you know, try and focus on the things we can influence. So. Mm-hmm. Cool. Very good. Well, we'll uh, you'll have to let us know when that program is underway because uh, we'd like to help get the word out Absolutely. to patrons uh, everywhere that hey, if uh, you know if you have a little too much and didn't realize where you are, you've got help. Definitely, we'll be back. We'll let you know for sure. Um, and if people want, they can follow us, uh, Brainerd Lakes TZD. We've got some social media out there too, and we'll definitely let everyone know when it when it kicks off that way. Awesome. Great. Uh, Chief, I know that uh, it won't be long, and uh, it's uh, the annual Night to Unite coming up pretty soon, isn't it? Yeah, summer's uh, kind of flying by here. You get past. <laughs> sorry, sorry. You get past the 4th of July, and it seems like that's not the halfway point, but it seems like summer's more than half over. Yeah, uh, Night to Unite for us this year will be August 2nd, Tuesday, August 2nd. Oscar Christofferson Park, once again in Baxter, um, 5 to 8 p.m. So that's about, I think, three weeks away. Yeah. Uh, hmm. We're setting up pretty much the same event, just hit the reset button once again this year. But, you know, we'll have the Rip Beer Floats, um, the Baxter Lions for the 15th, 18th year, whatever it is. And they're going to have a big partner with us again. They'll have some food there. Uh, we're hoping to get a food truck or two on site. Oh, neat. Um, lots of prizes at the end of the night, for especially for the kids. Um, I think we're going to have a canine demonstration. We'll have all the emergency equipment there, one helicopter for sure, maybe two. Uh, yeah, just a, a lot of fun, just a great interaction night. I was going to say, and the, the point of these nights to unite as, as well as, you know, nights out, uh, community nights out, just an opportunity for uh, the communities to get together, get to know their neighbors, and get to know the people who are out there protecting them in the streets, too. Yeah, just a big meet and greet, whether mm-hmm. it's uh, yeah your neighbors or local law enforcement. 
Um, we've kind of taken the opportunity in Baxter to, we really don't have a community event. Um, there's no fair, there's no carnival that, that the city hosts. So um, for 15 plus years now, this has kind of been our night. And on occasion, and I believe this year is one of those, we end up competing with the fair, which is unfortunate. But yeah, um, yeah the, the fair goes for five or six days. And uh, this is just one night for a few hours. Yeah. Um, we've found over the years, too, we've, we've got a lot of um, local support um, through nonprofits or businesses uh, that want to be there, be a part of it. I don't even want to start to name it at this point because I'm sure I'll miss somebody. But, you know, we've gotten, I know, certain years, 15-plus um, booths where people have set up and just wow. shared information information or been available to interact to so love it fun night for everybody and again the date was august august 2nd tuesday august 2nd from 5 p.m to 8 p.m sounds Very good. good we'll look forward to that uh do i understand there's an update on the canine officer which i was going to ask will a canine be at national or at yeah. night to unite <laughs> yeah we'll have a canine demo that night uh okay. this year's canine demo will be with timber uh timber has been with our department about a year and a half now, um, but she is uh, fully trained up as a uh, detection dog, so narcotics and search and rescue type. Um, we went away from the bite work stuff this time, first time in 20-plus years that we've done that. Um, just f- felt for us like the right thing to do. Uh, once again, we are successful in, in doing all the training in-house, um, now Assistant Chief Matt Meyer um, and Sergeant Taylor Halverson both have been a part of the, the canine program for a while. Um, Assistant Chief Meyer has been part of it for 15, 15 to 20 years. Uh, we were able to take all that experience and just keep it in-house um, and work all of the training there. So back in April, they, they did their final certification, which was narcotics. And they've been uh, out working full-time since then. We actually, I was trying to get a number for you on my way over here today, but I think we're up to three or four dogs now in the county that are um, fully certified in narcotics detection. Um, Crosby Police Department, Nisswa Police Department, ours, and I know Crow Wing County also has one i i think theirs is narcotics as well Interesting. so um for quite a few years there we were um we were down down some dogs across the county but they got a pretty good team of them put together again and and they work well together they work uh, a lot of training goes on behind the scenes with that group and um, just there's, working to keep streets safe. And there's a lot of reliance on these animals who are very well trained to help you guys out in these situations. Yep. Um, a lot of the work is narcotics detection, mm-hmm. um, but uh, when needed, they, uh, they're a great tracking tool as well. Um, I'd probably on a weekly basis for sure, probably multiple times a week, one or more of those canines are are put to work out there on the streets so um it's it's yeah it's a good tool it's it's an investment um Mm -hmm. you know it it definitely uh pays off in the end though so yeah canine uh timbers are first female uh after 20 some yeah after (laughs) 20 some years 
I uh, I hope I don't offend her, but a few times I've referred to her as the male. But <laughs> working on that. Um, but yeah, she's been a great dog. Still young too. I think she'll turn two here just later this fall. So neat. Quite yep. a few years ahead of her. Yeah. It also tells me uh, meth and these problems have not gone away here in Crow Wing County, have they? No, unfortunately, we've um, we've seen a lot of uh, meth still coming into the community. Um, there's still uh, now there's uh, fentanyl is kind of an oxycodone type drug that um, we're seeing a lot of that as well. That it gets mixed into the meth and it's it can be very deadly yeah it's the cause of a, a lot of overdose situations we've had so yeah we're trying to be as proactive as as we can to, to keep that somewhat at bay it's good to have a tool like timber yeah mm-hmm. and your team to help with that yeah um Jim, bring us up to speed. Uh, there's some grants that uh, you're trying to utilize, are you not, along with some other departments? Yeah, we uh, each year um, Sourcewell, which is a um, buying consortium based out of Staples, uh, each year Sourcewell offers a lot of grants to our region. Our region is a five-county area, um, which fortunately we're a part of. So between public safety and um, the education system, Sourcewell kicks back probably millions of dollars over the last 10 years. Um, We have an opportunity once a year to go after some of that money. Um, We've done that many times. Um, Different groups, law enforcement, community services. This year, uh, we got a group together. In the end, it turned out to be six agencies. It was Crosby, Cross Lake, Nisswa, Baxter, Little Falls, and City of Wadena. And we went after a grant to um, help us purchase and move forward with the policy um, vendor. Uh, The vendor will come in and actually rewrite all of our policy. Mm -hmm. For law enforcement the last few years, um, training and policy work has been at the forefront um, due to all the other circumstances going on. And it's been vitally important that uh, law enforcement agencies get up to speed on both topics. Yeah. A lot of us are functioning under policy that was created well before any of us were here, and we simply try and keep it up to date. Um, this vendor comes in. They, they have an online service. They have uh, attorneys that scour the, the law changes on a daily basis, and, and they keep you up to speed, up to the minute type um, all of well, just about all eighty-seven counties in the state use this vendor. Uh, the city of Brainerd switched to them a few years ago, so they've been vetted out many, many, many times. And those agencies that are a part of it uh, really like it. They are. Uh, it's not cheap. So this grant um, is about a hundred thirty thousand dollar grant that'll get those six agencies um, paid and up and running for the first two years. So nice. we're super excited about that. We got a lot of work ahead of us. The grant, um, the check is in the mail. They tell us, so we're we're hopeful. But we were success, successful on it, and um, now, yeah, the the hard work will really begin here. But yeah, Sourcewell, I I can't tell you enough from a law enforcement perspective how much they have supported um, all the agencies in that five county region. You know, they above and beyond this. They, they do um, training-type activities for us. They pay for training. Uh, 
super, super helpful. Great yeah. group. Yeah, they are. They're amazing. Not yeah. only, like you say, law enforcement, but education is another one of their totally. focuses. They're, yeah. they're amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, a lot going on, yes. obviously. So, yes. yeah, exciting. Well, Jim, we appreciate you being here to talk about these things and uh, keep our listeners up to speed on what's going on. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you in about three weeks, Night to Unite. Night to Unite, yep, August 2nd. Very good. Sounds good. Chief Exted, thank you very much. All right, thank you very much. Thank you. Our guest today is Baxter Police Chief Jim Exted. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs are available anytime. You can listen right on our website. Just go to 1067wjjy.com. You can listen through our free downloadable app as well, and that is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.